The boy is eating. The boy is your name. What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee of us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Ian Kennedy. So today we are going to have a little grammar lesson, but we'll keep it short and sweet. This is an important one for anyone learning a new language, even for people who it's their native language. It's trying not to be boring and stale and mixing up your vocab. So we all do it regardless of learning a new language or not, that we just say the same words for everything. And so it's always good to learn new words so that you can mix it up a little and kind of be a little more entertaining. And when you're learning a language, it makes you feel like you're a little more fluent because if you just say the same basic words, you know, you're not really pushing yourself and expanding your vocabulary. So we're going to talk about adjectives today and just some new ones that you can kind of throw in to make you sound really advanced. So again, as always, listeners, if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript online at www.dynamicenglish.cl. Okay, so Ian, adjectives, we all use the same ones. We all have to kind of push ourselves to really use new ones. What's one that you often use a lot, maybe in Spanish or English, that you could probably spice up a little? It's so funny because I talk with my students about this all the time. I say, this is not only a great lesson for you for learning some, some new words, but it's a good reminder for me as well because like you said, as natives, it's so easy for us just to say the same boring old adjectives all the time. You know, if you can add some some good synonyms to your lexicon, to your vocabulary, it's an easy way just to make yourself sound a little bit more fluent. And it really does make a difference to a native speaker as well to hear that, right? If I hear someone say a more advanced synonym compared to the boring, you know, usual one, I'll say, wow, they know that word. That's great. Uh, makes them sound a lot better. So the first one that I can think of that a lot of us use is our basic adjective good, right? This is one of our most basic adjectives, one of the first ones we learn with adjectives. And so for example, we, we might hear an example of something like, my boss is good, he always plans ahead. This would be a really basic way of using it. As a way to use some other ones that I can think of, a more advanced example we could use is a word that I think is great. And that word is strategic. Instead of saying, my boss is good, he always plans ahead, it would sound a lot better to say, my boss is strategic, he always plans ahead. This word strategic gives us a little bit more of a feeling of it's someone who plans ahead, they're very aware of what they need to do, what needs to happen. Honestly, good, it's just so basic and vague, it covers so many different areas. If we use strategic, we're understanding a little bit better you know, how we're actually describing this person. So. Just to offer a few more adjectives that could work for us in this example, we could use intentional, thoughtful, organized. Some words like this also give that definition of someone who thinks ahead, who plans, which again, good doesn't do the best job of really encapsulating that. So it's good to have these other alternatives. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. You can kind of get stuck in a rut with words where you know it, so you use it for everything. Like you said, it doesn't really give justice to what you're describing. 
if you use it for everything. <laughs> you want to be a little more detailed. Another one that I use all the time when I speak Spanish, and I bet people when they're learning English do as well, is interesting. It's a great word, but it's overused in all languages, I think. So yeah, the this movie or this book was very interesting. Another way that you could kind of push that a little more advanced is, you know, that this documentary was really thought-provoking, right? It goes beyond just interesting and, you know, it describes it, okay, like it really made you think. It was very thought-provoking. Another good one is fascinating, compelling, intriguing. If you say, oh, that's interesting, but someone's like, oh, that was really intriguing. You're like, oh, they're pretty advanced. Hey, Ian, did you know besides the podcast, Dynamic English offers one-on-one classes with native teachers from all over the world? Really? But isn't it just a bunch of grammar lessons? Nope, it's completely discussion-based and focuses on topics the student is interested in. That's amazing. But what if I'm not living in Chile? No problem. Dynamic does online classes. You can be living anywhere. Great. But I'm a little intimidated to take the class alone. Can I join with a friend? Of course. Dynamic offers group classes of up to four. Plus, for the next month, Coffee of Gringo's listeners get 10% off individual or group classes. So go online to www.dynamicenglish.cl and mention that you are a listener and get your discount. Well, I'm sold. Sign me up. Okay, another one we use way too often, and I think to try to describe things in general, is the word fast. So, for example, if we're talking about something in a basic way, we could say when there's a lot of work to do in a short time, it's important to be fast. Now, I think this word, it does a good job of describing that, but we have some other ones that do a better job in replacing that. So for me, I think of some other adjectives like efficient, resourceful, expedient. And what these words do is they're saying, you know, we are fast, but you're also doing something in the right way. So if we're talking about producing something, doing something, of course it's important to be fast, but you could also do something fast and do a pretty bad job. Yeah, no, I, no, I agree. The next one on the list, we all use, like I said, whether you're learning English or you're native, is nice. I think nice is often a word that people fall on when they don't know how to describe something. You know, my coworker is very nice. It's like, what does that mean? Do you like her? Do you not like her? <laughs> I think that word, especially for natives, has become a word as a filler word. It's like, I don't not like this person, but I also like don't really like this person. So they're very blah. So you're like, oh, they're nice. <laughs> so I think if you actually mean they're nice, I think you should use a word more like kind, friendly, thoughtful, empathetic, which really goes deeper of, you know, I can describe them. They're a nice, kind person. They're caring. So I think too often, especially for natives, when you use nice to describe a person, it generally means they're boring and you're kind of like, I could take them or leave them. So I think if you really are trying to describe someone as friendly and kind, use more those words. I don't know about you, Ian, but for me, nice is kind of the political correct term of saying, Someone's pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, do you like your, your best friend's husband? And you're like, he's nice. <laughs> so it's like, I don't not like him, but I don't care if he comes to the party or not. <laughs> exactly. And it comes with that intonation too, right? Eh, he's nice. She's nice. 
but we're not really saying nice uh, in, in a specific way in that case. So I think these, these other words are, are, are more clear. Definitely. So another one that I can think of earlier, we talked about good. So if we go to, to the opposite adjective of its meaning, we have bad, which also is very, very overused when we're describing something. Now, I think in this case, um, bad can be used in a lot of different ways. So it's important for us to really look at the context of how it's used as well. So I can think of a basic example of saying something like, um, let's say we're, we're working on a work project and we say something like, there are many problems with the current project. It's very bad. Well, first of all, bad is not a word that you want to really use to describe your professional work. <laughs> it's not doing yourself or your company any favors. So... Of course, most people know this, you shouldn't use such a negative word around your boss or coworkers. So a way that we can take this word and really change its meaning to sound more positive while sort of describing the difficulties of what we're doing is changing it to a word maybe such as challenging or difficult. We could even use some other words like stressful or overwhelming, but in my opinion, these two words also sort of have a meaning that is a, it's a more negative meaning in that sense. So I think if we stick to a word like challenging or difficult, we're just saying, look, this is not easy what we're doing, but we're also not saying it's bad. We're not describing it in a negative tone, which again, like I said, that's, it's not very professional to, to talk in that way. So taking a word like bad and changing it to challenging, I think is a great way to uh, substitute that word to give it a, a more specific meaning to what we're trying to say. I agree. I agree. Another one that's, that's used quite often is fun. You know, working with people is fun. I think fun is really, really overused. And honestly, I noticed with a lot of my students that it's improperly used. I think we've talked about it in, you know, a past episode where there's a difference between fun and funny, right? Like fun, enjoyable, had a good time you know, or hanging with friends, something more social, where funny is just humor, makes you laugh. Fun can get misused a lot, so it's better to to use different words, right? Like enjoyable, the experience was very meaningful, right? It was very rewarding. I had a good time. So it's good to mix that word up. Exactly. And, And I think even those two words that you mentioned, we can even take to like even further level. So fun and enjoyable, it's like a topical, like, we had a fun time at the party, we enjoyed ourselves. And then if we use words like rewarding or meaningful, we can actually be describing something that, you know, it has a deep meaning to you what you're doing. So you could say even something like teaching people English is both fun and rewarding, right? It's we have fun while we're doing it, but for me it also makes me feel really good inside when I have a student who's I can tell is learning and speaking well. So I think these kind of adjectives can also take that uh, meaning a little bit further even beyond that. And today our last word, our last adjective that we'll describe, I think is one of the, it maybe is the most common one that I've seen in here with students. And that adjective is fine. Oh my God, I hear fine so much. And it's okay because in English we use this as native speakers a lot too, but it's very easy to get in a trap of saying, you know, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. You're fine. It's fine. How was the party? It was fine. How was the meeting? It was fine. So it's good for us to try to stray away from this super commonly used one and replace it with some other words that I'm thinking of right now, such as productive, useful, effective, constructive. 
right? So it's like we're saying it was good, it was fine, but to take it a little bit further, it's like saying, you know, we were successful in what we were doing. We got a lot done. We talked about a lot of things. It was productive. You know, if, I, if you say we had a fine meeting, I don't really know what that means. That, that could mean really anything. It really makes you need to ask more questions. So they're all great. I encourage all of our, all of our listeners to try to use these. And again, just changing one word, it really is going to make you sound more fluent. And I think as we talked about too, it's okay to use these words, but they are so vague that if say, oh, you said the meeting was fine, have detail. Say the meeting was fine. Not everyone showed up. If they showed up, they didn't have all the work prepared. Or if you had details to these words, that's going to really expand it as well. Because if you just say the party was good, I have several questions. If you say the party was good, they had live music, there was free booze, you know, all my friends were there. So I think it's okay to use these words. It's good to challenge yourself and put new vocab words as you describe things, but add details. That will really help describe what you mean when you use these words that have lots of meanings, right? Yeah, the context is so important. That's a great, great thing to bring up. So use those new words. But if you do want to use these more basic words, just make sure you follow up with some context. So whoever you're talking to has a better idea. Exactly. And so, you know, listeners, as always, if you get lost, check out that guide. It'll have all these words and synonyms on there. So really check it out at www.dynamicenglish.cl. And as always, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Coffee with Gringos officially has over 100 episodes, and we are among the top podcasts in Chile. And that's thanks to you. But we're always working to grow our audience, so make sure to rate, review, and share us.